What if by some miracle we stay and actually make it out of here? Someday we might look back on this and decide that saving Private Ryan was the one decent thing we were able to pull out of this whole mess. Tom Sizemore. Uh, I just want to tell you, Vulture magazine, Vulture.com, put out an article, and it says the headline is, Tom Sizemore made you uncomfortable. And he did. But he was a fantastic actor. Um, he There was a lot of darkness to him. He was in True Romance, uh, Natural Born Killers, as we heard, Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor. Off screen, he abused heroin, cocaine, alcohol, and crystal meth. He had a lot of addiction problems, and he had a brain aneurysm and passed away at the age of 61. That got me thinking. It's Wendy Snyder in for Lisa Dent today, and a brain aneurysm. Are there warning signs? How do you prevent it? I have a family member who had one and survived. I needed questions answered, so Dr. Michael Walsh joins us now, uh, neurosurgery at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest. Uh, thank you, Dr. Walsh, for joining us. Thanks for having me. I have to tell you, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, and you know, I uh, worry about things a lot, a lot of anxiety. A brain aneurysm, that could just come out of the blue, can't it? It, it certainly can. Um, the, the good news is, though, that um, most, most, the vast majority of people do not have aneurysms, and even those that do have aneurysms don't have them ruptured. So there are probably a lot of better things to be a hypochondriac about. Oh, yeah, I got plenty of those, too, so I'll call you back tonight off the air. Uh, <laughs> but Sounds good. Are, are there things that we need to uh, do to prevent this? What exactly is it? Yes. So an aneurysm is is kind of one of the ways we describe it to patients is as though it's like a weak spot on a uh, blood vessel, kind of like a bald spot on a tire. Um, It's like an outpouching of one of the normal blood vessels that feeds, um, you know, life life preserving brain or life life preserving blood to the brain. Um, But as as these aneurysms form, which, again, like I mentioned, are, are really relatively rare. Um, they, they can get thinner and thinner, kind of the way if you blow up a balloon, the, the wall of the balloon gets thinner and thinner and, and more likely to pop. Um, and if they get to a certain size, they're, they're a bit more likely to rupture. And if they rupture, um, it, it really can have, you know, catastrophic consequences, kind of like, you know, the, what we've heard about this uh, situation with Tom Sizemore. Yeah, because um, do people typically survive them? As I mentioned, a family member had uh, a brain aneurysm, and I worked with someone in the business who had one who survived. Are they always fatal or more frequently fatal? So, unfortunately, they are frequently fatal, um, but a a large percentage of patients do survive them. Um, If they rupture, it it tends to be pretty catastrophic. Uh, One one of the things we we were, you know, we're taught, um, you know, in training is that about a third of the people who have ruptured aneurysms die instantly. um, And of the patients that survive, about half of them um, either die or have significant issues as a result of that. Um, which means that, you know, a percentage of patients who have ruptured aneurysms will survive, and, and some of them do quite well. Um, I, I, I get, you know, frequent, um, you know, um, messages from patients that I, I've, I've taken care of with aneurysms years ago who are back to their jobs and doing, you know, fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, there are a, a relatively high percentage of patients that do have major consequences, including death or, or long-term disability from a ruptured aneurysm. 
Is there any kind of test? I mean, what if I have a weakness in my arteries or whatever, and I'm unaware of it? Is there any way to know if you're a candidate for a brain aneurysm, for lack of a better term? Yeah, so so there are some guidelines out there about who should be screened and why for aneurysms. Um, Fortunately, because they are so rare um, and because... Um, most patients who have aneurysms will never have them rupture. You have to be a little bit careful about, you know, doing too many tests that are, um, you know, even carry their own risks. Um, but, but there are screening tests. There are certain types of uh, specialized CT scans or MRIs that can be performed as kind of a st- screening study. Um, though I, I would mention that most of the guidelines would say that if you don't have at least two relatives who have had ruptured aneurysms, then there's probably not much point in screening unless you have some other rare diseases that put you at risk for aneurysms. But obviously, when in doubt, you know, check, check with your regular doctor and they, they can they can kind of give you an idea about who should be screened and who shouldn't. So relatives, there is a, a hereditary factor, huh? There is. Nobody understands it completely. And, and there, there are some rare genetic disorders that are pretty well known um, that can cause aneurysms, but those are so incredibly rare. It, it's probably not even worth mentioning. Um, but, but there does tend to be, you know, just statistically speaking, if there, there are some familial predispositions for aneurysms, such that, again, if you have multiple family members who have had aneurysms, especially if they've ruptured, that, that, that does lead us to think that maybe it is worth worthwhile doing some screening. And what are like is high cholesterol? A, a, I know that's heart related, but what are some things that uh, we would worry about if we had these signs or symptoms? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of it is just kind of you know common sense types of things. Um, if, if you think about the sorts of things that might cause an aneurysm to rupture, um, it, you know, or lead to blood vessel problems. Um, those are some of the things that have been at least associated with having aneurysms rupture, although it's not completely understood whether they actually cause aneurysms. Those, those are things like high blood, pre- high blood pressure or smoking um, or actually drug abuse, you know, such as things, you know, such as, you know, cocaine or amphetamines that, that, can, that can cause a, a spike in the blood pressure, which, you know, could cause, cause it to either form an aneurysm or rupture an aneurysm. Um, th- these are things that, you know, most people probably shouldn't be, <laughs> shouldn't be doing anyway. Right. And so, you know, just like so many other things in medicine, you know, if you take good care of your body, generally it will take good care of you. And Tom Sizemore had uh, numerous addictions, and it's tough to battle addictions. It really is, but that could have uh, made this happen a little bit, huh? It, it, it certainly could have. It, it's it's unclear whether those things would have likely caused the aneurysm itself, but if you had even a small aneurysm, certainly those kinds of uh, drugs of abuse can, can increase your likelihood of having one of those aneurysms rupture. All right. Well, thank you for answering some questions, because really, um, when a family member had it and survived, that's great news. Um, Then when I heard Tom Sizemore, it's like 61 years old. It made me a little bit worried, but uh, nothing really to worry about. And uh, I've decided at this point in my life that when it happens, it happens. No use sweating about it. Is that real? Yeah, I think just live your best life. All right. Well, so are you also a therapist and a neurosurgeon? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like it. All right. Well, totally appreciate it. Dr. Michael Walsh is a neurosurgeon at Northwestern Medicine Lake Forest. Thank you very much for answering our questions. We really appreciate it.
Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, and every time I hear something in the news, um, like when Lisa Marie Presley died at such a young age, you know, uh, I had seen her at the awards show. I loved the Elvis movie. She was there with Austin Butler. She was being interviewed, and she seemed like she was really slurring her words, and I was worried about her, and then she passed away, and then, of course, I worried, oh, boy, but I... She was much older in people years, don't you think? (laughs) Yes, experience-wise and uh, things she lived through, yes. Right. All right, I you guess. Got, you've got a few years left. Oh, that's good to know, because, you know, I'm only 29. i got a long way to go. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and uh, then we've got a whole big show coming your way. It's the Lisa Dent Show, but not today. I'm Wendy Snyder on 720 WGN. On air, online, all the time, Chicago. 